the idea is to go to some distilleries, to some mezcalerías, to some bars, so people can understand the real mezcal. Welcome to Elixir of the God. Hello, Diego. Hello, Albert. Nice to be here. Today we have another guest who we have interviewed already once uh, because he has a wonderful uh, mezcaleria here in Berlin uh, called La Tentación. Hello, Fernando. Hello, Diego. Hello, Albert. Maybe you introduce yourself with your full name so uh, people know who you are. <laughs> well, I'm Fernando Bolaños. I'm from Oaxaca. And like you said, I own a mezcaleria here in Berlin. Mm. And we're going to have uh, La Tentación as part of our bar series. So we already put out a map now in our, our uh, podcast where we put out bars uh, that we find interesting. And uh, La Tentación is definitely on that. And we have the interview with you, a short, like, 10-minute interview. Uh, but today we have you as a guest because last week in our inbox we had an amazing PDF file and it's about a trip to Oaxaca that you are organizing. And we were so excited about it that we wanted to interview you about it and we want to know more about it and uh, explain to us and our listeners Uh, what you're doing and especially why you're doing it. I think I think we had already told you, Fer, that we wanted to make a, a chapter with you about Oaxaca. I think we said it in the past. And uh, this was the perfect pretext to bring you and, 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 and say, uh, let's talk about the trip and have a bit, a, a deeper view of Oaxaca, which is something we had Axel, but then the conversation went on, Many different things, but we, we didn't go deep into Oaxaca. We, we should bring Axel again yeah, maybe. someday. Yeah? <laughs> but we wanted to talk to you about Oaxaca too. So when we saw the trip, which is really cool, and we're going to talk about it right now, uh, we thought let's start with this. This is a, a good way to, to navigate through Oaxaca with, yeah. with Fernando. At least the valleys, no? The valleys are, are... I'm from Oaxaca. I'm a very proud Oaxacan. And now I know the valleys the most of Oaxaca. I've been almost in every town, I think. And yeah, well, the idea is to bring people to the real mezcal experience. That's why we're organizing mm. this this trip to Oaxaca. Yeah, you call it dive into the mezcal. So that's that's meaning it almost literally. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're, The idea is to go to some distilleries, to some mezcalerias, to some bars, so people can understand the real mezcal. No? And it's not only about mezcal, right? It's also about the food and it's also about the place Oaxaca as as a place about the culture and so it's not only about drinking but it's it's more than that exactly it's just to people to understand Oaxaca in, mm. in the good sides and also the bad sides and everything that Oaxaca means to me at least you know that's mm. the idea to show people what Oaxaca means to me and why it is so important in my life no? yeah yeah and, and why did you do it why did you think oh I'm gonna organize this I mean it's a lot of work to do this so what 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 inspired you to do it Yeah, well, my parents owned the hotel where we are going to be, mm -hmm. and so I grew up in the gastronomy, in the in the tourism branch, no? Mm -hmm. So I, I have a lot of experience in that matter, and so I thought, well, it might be a good idea to bring people to my parents' hotel at the first, and mm -hmm. then to show the, the, like you said, the, the whole state of Oaxaca, at least mm -hmm. the valleys again. Oaxaca, okay. Oaxaca is recognized in Mexico as one of the richest states in like in many subjects. Like, like food, like food is like top. Only two or three states can compare to Oaxaca, and mm -hmm. in 
some personal opinions Oaxaca would win mm. but there are not many states that can compete Yucatan has amazing food too Puebla Puebla has amazing food too and mm. not many more I promise it's, yeah. it's, it's really Oaxaca it's outstanding for the food also they have the the in Teotitlan del Valle, the way they do the the uh, colors for the fabrics, yeah, yeah. exactly the the dark clay that I that mm-hmm. the dark clay also. So there are so many things that they work in, in in a particular way in Oaxaca that it's considered one of the richest regions, not economically, culturally. It's one of the richest economically. It's the other way around. Exactly, it's the other way around. How, how can that be? So how is that? That that like culturally it's so rich and economically it's so poor. Why why do you think that is? It is so complex. Oaxaca has five hundred and seventy three different villages. That's why it's so complex because we have also sixteen different cultures in Oaxaca. So mm. how do you manage to to get all together at the same time with the different way of thinking? No? So the diversity is basically almost a kind of. A, Holding it back. It's a burden, but also a blessing no? yeah. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. because you, you, you have this variety of cultures. And so you can see the Zapotec culture and then the Mixtec culture at the same time in the very same day. So it is an amazing state, like Diego said. Mm. No? Yeah. Very rich in that matter. The program is, I think, from January, uh, no, sorry, September 1st uh, till September 10th, right? Exactly. So it's a 10, 10 full days. days. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's start. Walk us through what what can somebody who signs up for this uh, expect? Well, like I said, we're going to be in some distilleries, some very recognized distilleries like Real Minero. Real Minero is one of my favorite mezcales and mm. I think everybody that drinks mezcal should know yeah. how this mezcal is produced. It's a family business, mm. very small, and they also have this project called Proyecto Lam, where they are incubating agaves no so mm-hmm. the wild agaves are not wild anymore in the proper way they are starting to grow these these plants in Oaxaca well in in Santa Catarina Minas and that's a really important uh, project that is being developed in uh, with the UNAM the National University in Mexico no? mm-hmm. we are also going to be in Los Ansantes it's a well-known brand and we are going to be in where the Oaxacan rum is being produced, this really known Oaxacan mm-hmm. rum. Yeah. That's not in the valleys, but it's a re, um, important uh, destination to visit in, in this trip that we are planning. Okay. And of yeah. course, food. No? Yeah. Where, where where do they distill the rum? If it's not in the valleys, where, where is it? In From Oaxaca de Juarez? It's south, closest north. to Veracruz, actually. Than ah, okay, to okay, okay. okay, okay. So you go in, east? Uh, yep, exactly. Yeah. We're going to this. Okay. Okay, okay. So Miahuatlán, we're going to Miahuatlán because we love the the Alipus, the San Andres, and we've been last last trip we made in Mexico to Mexico. We've been there and we fell in love with that place. No, mm. it's a small village and nature is amazing in there. And also my favorite mezcales are from Miahuatlán, so that's why we're going to Miahuatlán mm. as well. What's your favorite mezcal? Do you have a favorite mezcal right now, or does it change? Or It changed, but I really like the Rio Revuelto Ensemble. I mm-hmm. really love that mezcal. I don't know why, but I really love it. And it's mm-hmm. from Yawatlan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so when we, so I'm looking a little bit at the at the menu. So it starts uh, September 1st. And uh, uh, it starts, of course, it starts with food. Um, and then there's a mezcal tasting at, at In Situ. I wanted to talk about In Situ because I heard about that place. Yeah, In Situ is a mezcalería in Oaxaca. And it's also, it's also a mezcal brown owned by Ulises Torrendera, 
Ulises Torrentera is one of the pioneers in the mezcal industry. He started to protect the mezcal as a, as a, as a product, a cultural product, mm -hmm. 20, 25 years ago, no? Mm -hmm. And now it's been recognized all his work, and so we are planning to go to in situ the mm -hmm. very first day, so people can introduce really to the mezcal mm -hmm. and start to drink mezcal that the mm -hmm. very first day, no? mm -hmm. the best mezcales. Ulysses is he on the CRM board on the uh, council? No, no, oh, he's no. not. No, yeah, no, no. Okay. no, but he has he has several books mm -hmm. on on mezcal, and and uh, he's a well respected figure for anyone. I mean, you're from Oaxaca, but outside Oaxaca too, you know, people know Ulises, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. uh, to be a, a, a person who knows his mm -hmm. mezcales. He, I, I don't mean only like the, the, the people who drink it, the people who produce it know Ulises and respect mm -hmm. Ulises' opinion. And mm -hmm. I don't know, he's, he's, and he's in situ is super well located, you know, in city center, Oaxaca, downtown. It's, mm -hmm. and it's beautiful. Have you been there? Yeah, I've been to in situ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's okay. a very nice place. Yeah. It's still in the same place, right? It's still in the same yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then, 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 yes, I've been there. Okay, then there's a tacos for dinner. There's probably many tacos. I yeah, we're imagine. Mexican, <laughs> so we must eat tacos. No? <laughs> and first day is about getting settled, getting to the hotel, having a couple of drinks in a mezcaleria, having some food, getting getting a bit like acclimated. And then exactly, yeah. uh, on the second, it's already... Uh, a transport so there is already a trip included so uh maybe you can tell uh, so second to the third it's paranubes right paranubes yeah, that's the a, rum distillery is exactly that? it's a rum distillery is it has i don't know 120 years mm -hmm. it's a very old distillery and in oaxaca we don't produce rum like a proper rum we, we call it aguardiente de caña And so, what, does it, uh, what is that in English? A sugar cane uh, distilled or something like that? Exactly, yeah, yeah. Oh, the V. Mm? Aguardiente is what they call in Europe eau de vie. Mm -hmm. So, so in English, I don't know how they call it, but it's eau de vie in English. So, sugar cane eau de vie, mm -hmm. more or less, no? In, yeah, 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 and at the end is uh, rum agricole. So that's what we is producing the in the Caribbean islands. And that's all they be in, in Europe, no? But this, I don't know. It's, it's a guardiente de caña, that's why we call it. It's a rum agricole. Mm. That's it. And so we're going to be there the second day, like you said. Then the third day, because like I said, it's not in the valleys, in the Oaxaca mm -hmm. valleys. We must go to, to the Sierra. Mm -hmm. And that's a trip around six to eight hours. Wow. It's a long yeah. trip, so that's mm -hmm. why we need two days to be there. And we are going to see how this rum is produced, no? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Oaxaca is a uh, very dramatic dramatic territory, you know, because when you move, like, if you go to the beach, yeah. and I have done this two or three times in my life, the beach, if you, if, you, if, if you drew a straight line, it's like 200 kilometers from the city, from the city, Ciudad Oaxaca, Oaxaca de Juarez. But it takes you eight hours because you have to go up the mountain, down the mountain, through a very small highway, mm -hmm. which is... Mm, For you, it wouldn't be a highway as a German. It's a highway <laughs> for us as Mexicans. But it's, it's like a, a road which goes. And if, if, if a long bus is, is, is coming the other way, you have to stop. The, the guy turns. Then you turn. It's, it, it's not like, uh, like the videos you see in YouTube, like dangerous. Mm. Not that. But it is small and, and, and rustic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is like that. It is. It is. So... Probably, I don't know, I haven't been to the destilleria from Paranubes, but I'm sure in a straight line, it's not so far, mm. but no. it's Oaxaca, it's mm. the, yeah, yeah the pa land. 
Paranubis, they won at BCB. They, they won the product of the year. Product of the year. Right? Yes. Product yeah. of the year. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. I got goosebumps, man. It was like, no, it's Mexican product mm. kicking. Some. Uh, have you been to that distillery? Yourself? No, I haven't been there. I, okay. We wanted to go there last last year. But we lost our plane to Mexico, so we couldn't make it. Yeah, okay. So this is something for you to look forward yeah. to as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be amazing because the landscape is amazing in that place. It's like, I don't know, like Switzerland or something like that, but mm. in Oaxaca, no? Wow. Yeah. Really nice. Good. So two days trip. So we are the third. Of course, there will be food, there will be food. mole this time on the third. No. Yeah. Yeah. And then some rest. Uh, so the mole is back in Oaxaca then. So that's when... when that's when we came back to the hotel. Because like I said, it's going to be a long trip. And yeah, we wanted to give people this pre-Hispanic mole. No? It's one of the very first moles that uh, we ate in Mexico. And it's made by my mother. Because no? my mother is a traditional cook. And so that's why we wanted to show them also the, the food that in Oaxaca. So that mole is going to be made by your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, we gotta go. <laughs> no, for real. Mole, mole, mole. I, I, I'm not even sure how many people have tried so hausgemacht mole, you know? Mm. So moles normally are sold like in, in a bottle, you know? For sure in Oaxaca, you can try them. And if you go to the restaurants, like, but it's really how many spices? Well, this are, is different, no? Because this is not a proper mole like in the rest of Mexico. So it's a quite easy to make mole, but it still is is very difficult, and it's called chichilo. It's not the, the same mole that you are thinking. Okay, about. and and how is it this mole? It is with burnt tortilla and chilies, of course, no chilies and vegetables and some meat as well, no. Okay. Okay. But it's not as complicated as the mole that you are... Okay, okay, okay. okay. Like the chocolate one or the green no, one. That's right? okay, 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 okay. Because in Oaxaca, we have this variety of moles, no? So we have these pre-Hispanic moles, like the chichilo or the verde or the amarillo. And we also have the black mole and the red mole and the coloradito. So, But this time we wanted to show them the, the pre-Hispanic mole, the more easy, well, the most basic mole. I would really like mole. to try that. For real, it I is really like to, Yeah, yeah. Sometimes easy doesn't mean it's... Uh, it's a simple taste, like the easiest things to make and sometimes, like it's like with pizza, like the best pizza yeah. is very simple. It's very few ingredients and it's it's fantastic, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, true. Less is more. <laughs> Less is more, very often, yeah, yeah. Then on the third, uh, okay, there is a mole, at, so that's basically a late lunch, I would say. And then in, in the evening, there's craft beer, mezcales and dinner and more. So tell tell us about that. Yeah, I don't know if you know already, but we before we came to Europe to Germany, mm -hmm. we used to have a brewery in Oaxaca, and we sold our beer to this place that you are saying. It's called La Mezcalerita, and they started to brew also their own beer. So and they are producing really good beer. So we thought it might be a good idea to bring people to this place to 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 drink craft beer made in Oaxaca, mezcal of course, and some traditional tortas, yeah. which is a special bread that we use in Oaxaca called pan amarillo, and with different uh, uh, fillings. No? So just for our listeners to know, if you go to La Tentación, if you go one goes to your bar, you brew your own beer there. Is that correct? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you can have a little pre-taste of that if you come to berlin and you go to la tentacion you can have already a little sneak peek maybe exactly because yeah. Yeah, we our, our beer is also with agave everything in tentacion is almost with agave no we have different products from agave and so our beer is with agave as well mm -hmm. okay okay then 4th of september so uh traditional breakfast chilaquiles I guess. which are amazing 
Mm. Have yeah. you tried Albert? I have tried. Uh, your Fili- friend Fili- Mao had uh, has made chilaquiles. Ah, true, true, true. Those, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So those are good. also not hard to make chilaquiles, and they can for, for me it's like oh we had them actually there's a little anecdote we had chilaquiles in uh, the World Cup in the World Cup when Mexico was playing Germany oh, and we won. Remember? And Mexico won, yes. <laughs> the one time, the one time we have beaten Germany in our history, yeah. <laughs> but I was not sad because I had some amazing chilaquiles. Exactly, exactly, so exactly. I, yeah. I, I could deal with that loss. <laughs> also, the tortilla in Oaxaca, I must say, if like tortillas in Mexico are delicious all over. And in, there are different regions for different mm-hmm. tortillas in the north. They eat more like the, not the corn one. But the, the, how do you say, wheat, exactly, the, the wheat one, yeah. which is delicious too. But then you go south to southern and, and, and the different valleys in Mexico, like, like mm-hmm. Ciudad de Mexico, the valley of Ciudad de Mexico, they have their type of corn, blah, blah, blah. And in Oaxaca, they have different types of corn. And the tortilla in Oaxaca, the bread, because that's the bread in Mexico, the tortillas, it's also something to, to it, it could be a subject, in my opinion. They have different sizes, flavors, colors. It's really something really special so i don't know yeah the 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 tortillas are very important in oaxaca like Mm. you're saying you're seeing already that the cuisine in oaxaca is really really important yeah and so yeah diego's right that's something that's interesting for me because when we in germany we think about corn it's basically one type of corn it's yellow and it's like you know it's very sweet and very industrial and like like very uh, conform like it's almost mm. one one looks like the other and i can imagine like if you talk about tortillas you talk about like five six ten twenty different types of corn how, how is that in oaxaca it depends on the region again mm-hmm. depends mostly on on the region because they produce some some regions produce uh, i don't know blue corn others purple corn red corn and for example, right now I saw that in in the Sierra Sur, I think they are producing green cor- mm-hmm. corn, which I haven't seen since. since never, never mm-hmm. is yeah, the yeah. first time I've. Me neither. I've never, I've never green eaten corn. green corn. Mm-hmm. And so that the, the, it's it's green. The, the it's green like, a, like like nopales, a, like the nopales exactly, tortillas. Yeah, like that, nopale. that green. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, it tastes, and they are producing whiskey. They with taste that different corn as well. Yeah, yeah. taste different. They yeah. do. They taste completely yeah. different. The, yeah. the blue ones from the from the the white ones. It's like. Two different products. Of course, you can tell it's a tortilla, but it, the taste is different. Yeah. Of course, like we in Germany, we love our bread and we have like 100 exactly. something exactly. different exactly. varieties of bread. And so here it's it's a corn, it's it's a type of corn and, and also the region and... And, uh, and, and, and how much you bake it, because for example, the tlayudas, no, they, they, they stay much longer in the fire or in, in the oven so that they, they are much harder than you also have the... The taco tortilla, which needs to be soft. You have the finer tortilla or you have the thicker tortilla. It's bread. It's like it changes a lot and changes the flavor of the dish. And do you do like different types of mezcal to have different tortillas? Do you pair that? Have you ever thought of something? No, I haven't. But maybe in Oaxaca they are doing that right now. Mm. But that would be something new, no? That would like be like new, a sophisticated new, yeah, style, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not that sophisticated in Mexico, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's, that's that's more me, European. The, the high nose, <laughs> European. European. Yeah, yeah. No, maybe they do it now because mm. the trends now, and it's like mm. uh, you you try this and you taste this and 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 you pair it. But I'm sure back in the day they didn't. Maybe you're starting a a, a new wave. Yeah, I don't know. A trend. 
a I trend. Exactly. A trend. I, I mean, how often are you back in Oaxaca? Is, are you once a year, every two years? That's more? the idea to be once a year at yeah. least, no? But I haven't, well, last November I was there, but before that, uh, five years since I wasn't there, no? Mm. But now you have you have been there recently. What's interesting for me is to see what's your opinion how the mezcal I hate to call it hype, but there is a run on mezcal yeah, in sure. especially in the United States, a little bit here in Europe as well, but I think not as crazy. But how does it impact Oaxaca? Do you know differences? Do you see some developments there that you like or that you don't like? Do what what do you think about? I I mean it's a bit of a wicked question because you're trying to organize a trip there. Yeah. But I think many you things have, to ask have changed. Yeah, many have to ask question, yeah. Five years, six years, almost six years now. Yeah, and many things have changed. Yeah, the last time I was in Oaxaca, I felt like a tourist, to be honest, no, because mm -hmm. the city changed a lot, and so you could see that the mezcalerias now have cocktails and different stuff that five, six years ago wasn't like that, no. And I don't know what, how good is that because they are they are now doing. Things that I don't like, no, like like I don't know the cocktails with mezcal. I, I understand, but not when they use some ensembles that are really good per se. And now they are using to mix with something else, and so you you miss the whole point of the mezcal. No, that's why I don't like. But I don't know. That's a hype, like you said. No, people is drinking cocktails with mezcal a lot, and well, that's their own thing. Do you think there's something good about it as as well that there is a type of consumers that are really like into quality and into preservation and sustainability or or do you see that as well did you see some some good signs as well when yeah i see a lot of good signs yeah people is going, is also understanding mezcal and so they are appreciating the mezcal as a, as a, as a spirit no because 20 years ago wasn't like that mezcal was for the poor people and so now they are realizing that it's a really good product and that it's a very sophisticated in this case no because i don't know you have from from one one village like mehuatlan different kinds of mezcales and all of them are really good and people is going to is starting to understand that this comparing it with wine and they are asking for more information and that's a good point about the the this hype that has been yeah for a while now yeah yeah so i can imagine that you're like when you come back it's like weird it's like there, there's two things like you see things that you like and things that you don't like and and, and maybe even a bit scary or or, or it was very scary yeah, yeah, yeah. like i like i said i felt like a tourist and i wanted to to eat tortillas frijoles the thing that i was i was used to and now suddenly i see that the bars in oaxaca for example they are offering i don't know german br uh, breads no? for uh -huh. example oh, wow. okay. something like that and that, that was weird for me sausages mm. uh, olives mm. something things like that that I wasn't used to that. I was used to, to I don't know, chiles and vinagre or something like that, no? more Mexican. And that's why I don't like it, but I, I don't know. At the end, I don't live there, and so I don't understand really why is that happening. Yeah, yeah but at the same time, like many of your, your expressions in your bar are from Oaxaca. So if that place needs to be, be in a good shape so it can provide you yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with the expressions, right? Exactly. That, that was weird for me. Weird is a, is a word, and, and and it's and it's becoming. Uh, I don't know. The first time I was in Oaxaca, well, the first time I was a kid, but the first time I was when I was an adult, I'm something fifteen, seventeen years ago, and you like there was not that many people. If you walk down down the 
the road that takes you from Santo Domingo to the cathedral. What's mm. the, you know that the, the, el andador turismo. El andador, exacto. There were there weren't that many people. Now mm. you cannot even walk there. No, no, no. It's it's, just... it's Oaxaca is becoming. On on one hand, we were saying that uh, Oaxaca is is a poor region and 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 it has it it's kept its secrets because it was complicated to get there and blah blah. blah. And now that it, it it's gotten in a hype, now. You can see also the, the the other side, which is the 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 city is winning in in some things and losing in some other things, which happens to every territory. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's 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 sad. It's good good news for some people and sad news for other people. It, and I completely understand this this losing of essence that 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 fair describes, which is like man. <laughs> where are the frijolitos and and some totopos and that that's what I wanted yeah. you know I didn't want some here's some olives and some cheeses from another region in the world bring me some quesillo and bring mm. me some tortillas and that that's enough man yeah. I, I I'm super happy with this now it's changing to I don't know Mezcalandia exactly 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 what's it's, that Mezcalandia so what? Disneylandia Disneyland <laughs> okay Mezcaland okay. so Mezcalandia yeah. yeah in a way okay this is something interesting I haven't I've never really considered uh, and I understood like only recently is like that the success of tequila for example also had to do that there were better roads there that it's easily accessible more easily accessible than a region like Oaxaca right that's that's so and that is I guess changing too or or Is, is Oaxaca now? Is, you, you said already. Okay, if you go, if we go there, if we go there, it's uh, it's gonna be a trip. And it's uh, as a bird flies, it's short. But if if you as you drive, it's long. But is is that changing as well? Is it becoming? Is is there uh, more infrastructure nowadays? Or no, not really. Mm. <laughs> Inside the state, no. Mm. Inside the state, no. You can see that only in the in the in the in the. Um, In Oaxaca City, no? in the capital. Mm, yeah. But inside, inside the state, no, you cannot see it. So that no, might actually are the be... The same old roads with with holes and the same old thing, no? Uh, so it might be actually some protection for, for, for the place. For the real Oaxaca, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's Disneyland in the center and the real Oaxaca you have to... You have to. God, Just I'd, 20 minutes yeah. away. Yeah. And that's, again, <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> so, Oaxaca is really small as well, no? Yeah. So you need only 20 minutes to go to the real, real Oaxaca. So sorry for that short excursion, but I think it's it's important to create a picture and also for our listeners and the people who want to join you for this trip. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, okay, what, what can I expect in there? But so I think that's one of your goals as well, to get out of... Mex mezcal land and into yeah that's the idea like i said at the beginning at uh, the very beginning we want to to people to know the real oaxaca the real villages the real producers the real the real stuff uh now we are on already on the 4th of september uh again some uh, traditional breakfast some chilaquiles again you call them chilaquilers right <laughs> yeah we call them a friend of ours uh, use that name yeah. um they're good for a morning after you have yeah. you drink some so That's a killer breakfast. Exactly. You need that after after drinking some mezcal the, the, the night before. Yeah. And then uh, we have Hierve, El Agua and Mitla in, on the list. So tell yeah. us a little bit more about that. Those are seed signs in Oaxaca. No? And if you go to Oaxaca, you need to go to those places. Hierve, El Agua is a petrified uh, waterfall. And Mitla are um, ruins. Yeah, well, that's not the word in, in English, no? Ruins, no? Ah, no, yeah. no, no. Ruins? 
Ruins, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you say ruins, like, see. Like, yeah, I think so. Okay, ruins then. Yeah, no. like, like uh, ancient... An ancient civilization exactly. was there. Exactly, yeah. city, yeah. yeah. Mm. What would you call uh, Teotihuacan? Uh, in Teotihuacan? Yeah. Ruinas. Ruins? What do you call ruins. them ruins? Las ruinas, sí. But I think ruins in English is more like, like when yeah, something like trashy, destroyed. Right? Like, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> like a bomb was rubbed there. No, yeah. no, no, but no, I, I mean, yeah. You're right. There is another word. Ancient ruins, maybe. Then it's maybe. Yeah. Then okay, it's, it's wait. <laughs> we make it elegant, but there's still ruins. Well, it's, it's, it's what's left, so left over from, from Ancient the city. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Place so. of the Dead is, uh, is a uh, translation to English no? mm -hmm. and Mid to Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So a bit of culture. So a bit of course. Because uh, it's important to, to people to know, to see these places, no? Yes. So that's when we, we yeah. went to other. And after that, we're going to a distillery, isn't it? Very Oaxaca good. is one of the oldest places in Mexico with uh, cultures. Mm. So for some of the first establishments of real strong cultures, some of them established in Oaxaca. That's why it's also mm. very important. Not every state has such cities and monuments, and especially like that old is there a museum is that like a history museum we are going to the history museum as well on, okay on, on, uh sunday this okay oh, so we get to that so let's uh, let's stay chronological <laughs> so after the ruins and the waterfalls we give a thanks to the gods gracias a dios what's that all about that's a mezcal distillery and they are also producing gin from agave, agave gin yeah okay. and it's really really good we sell the, that gin in in tentacion And we were there last year. It's a really good place. You can eat there. We are going to eat there in, the, in during the trip. And we are going to taste some mezcales and, of course, three different gins. And later on, even, there is some more drinking and uh, eating. Um, <laughs> botanero. At the end, you go to Oaxaca to eat and drink. Yeah. <laughs> and have It's a, a good fun time. part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get some culture, you get some, some, some history and everything, but you cannot miss that part, too. No. So for somebody like me, German, I don't know what the Botanero is. What is it about? There are many places called Botanero in 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 in, in Mexico. Is it or is it an Oaxaca? I don't know in Mexico. Is it yeah, Mexico? yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's it's something. like a tapas bar. I would be, exactly. I would call it like a tapas that, that, bar. You order that was the a beer. And I was going to give you two. Perfect. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. And then you get some food. Oh, so you the drink. The more you drink, the, the more food. The food. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that like is that a tradition from the Spanish? Could it be? Yeah, yeah, because in Guadalajara there are still some bars. Of course, there are centros botaneros, but today they're outside the city, yeah. not anymore in the city. But in Guadalajara, you can. There are still some cantinas where, when you order a drink, they put some food. There are still a couple, very few, but I think that comes from the Spanish heritage. I, I because they don't do it anymore. Of course, you always get your cac cacahuates, you know, which is peanuts. But some cantinas still give you a mini lonche or still give you like some cheese or still give you some things you know like a un, un taco dorado some things like that mm -hmm. I, i experienced that in italy as well like italy okay. has has a, a similar tradition in uh, turin and milano i was there two years ago and yeah you, you just go to a bar and you order a drink and then they, they give you really nice food and you can live by that food if you want to i mean it's 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 yes. tasty it's like you know like little sandwiches or little salamis yes. and bread and yes. and yeah And that's a botanero is basically the same yeah, they concept give you with Mexican food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, then we almost halfway through on the 5th of September. Again, traditional breakfast. And then Alipus. 
Alipo San Andres, yeah, we're going to Mehuatlang. Mm. Like I said, Mehuatlang, the, the mezcals from Mehuatlang are my favorites. And I don't remember the, the name, Don Valente, but I don't remember the second name, you know? From, from, the, from the master distiller? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't remember. Well, we were there and he gave us some mezcales that were really, really amazing. And so that's why we wanted to repeat the experience. We mm -hmm. want to go there. Uh, you've been there already? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They have some mezcales that you wouldn't find uh, except in that place, no? in, mm. in San Andres. And we are going also to an agave field. They have agave fields there. Mm -hmm. And again, the landscape is really, really nice. Yeah, yeah. Mostly espadín or do they, are they growing something else? Mostly espadín. And then they show you how to differ, differentiate an espadín from an arroqueño, for example. Because okay. they look almost similar. But you, you, they show you how to recognize each of them, no? Mm -hmm. Because of the thorns and the different uh, shapes of the leaves, of the agave leaves. Okay. And that's an experience that we want people to, to have. Do people get to harvest an agave as well? Uh, it's probably not harvesting season, right? In no, it's not harvesting season. No. Mm, okay. See, and it's not easy. And it's not easy. No. It's <laughs> really hard work. So. See, in, in Oaxaca, they use the coa too, or they use machete? They use coa Coas machete. too, right? Yeah, coa and machete. Same instruments. Some people use an axe. I've never seen harvest with axe myself. I've seen with machete and coa. With coa, I have even done it, and... Of course, I did it like shit, you know, a guy had to come and yeah. it's like when I cut my hair myself, you know, it's like, <laughs> then I have to go to somebody to a professional to fix what I did, you know, <laughs> but I, it's, it's, it's a hard job. It's mm -hmm. hard work to mm -hmm. do it. Hard, hard work. We talked about this in an episode we already recorded, but we haven't published yet. A friend of ours, she was at the barkeeper program in, uh, at Fortaleza. Mm -hmm. Kate, you maybe know her. Yeah, I know. So, This is an episode you guys can look forward to as well very soon. And she actually, she spent a whole day like trying to harvest uh, blue agave. And mm. she was like, we did like five a day and the other people did like 30, 40 or something like that. So it's, I, I like the idea of putting hard work into it and understand because it makes you appreciate the, the spirit more, I, I think. So, okay. yeah, not everybody can do that, of course, but uh, I, I'm a fan of experience. Do it yourself. Yeah, do it yourself. And then, because then you appreciate it. If you see yeah. it, it, otherwise it's just this abstract liquid in a bottle, you know, and you, you really have no idea where it, Of course, you can see on YouTube or on, on documentaries how, it, how it's made. But if you have to do some part of the work, and even if it's just a small part, you can understand what's wet and what kind of efforts are taken that people are... It's true, yeah. That you can it's experience true. that spirit, you know? Lift yeah. a piña. Lift a piña well. and, <laughs> <laughs> and put, put it on the box. A 400 kilo piña. No. <laughs> <laughs> You'd lose your back there. But yeah. try lifting a piña mm. and, and see, no, there's... There is a lot of Yeah, because you see the videos and you think that it's a really easy thing to do, no? But it's not like that. It's a very hard work. But at least you can see the fields and you can experience a true. bit the, the true, place true. is San Andres where Alipus is, is located. Uh, what? How long is it outside of Oaxaca? That's uh, two hours away from Oaxaca City. So it's not that close to, to the city mm. center, no? Yeah. Uh, lots, of, lots of driving is yeah, involved. In lots. There. Yeah. You will be driving for No, Or, no, okay, okay. You will be drinking too. No? <laughs> we'll be drinking, yeah. No, because drink, it, it, if you want to enjoy, especially if you want to enjoy, I would advise Don't drive not yourself. to drive. Exactly. No, we have professionals. Exactly, exactly, exactly. 
Okay, then Neta Spirits. What's Neta Spirits? Is that also close to Alipus or what, what's that? Uh, no, Neta Spirits is an agave spirit brand and they also have a tasting room in Oaxaca. They only have mezcales from Miahuatlán and since we're going to Miahuatlán on the same day, we want to go to this uh, tasting room where they have mezcales from Miahuatlán. They don't only have a cuiche because Miahuatlán is no because they produce mezcales mostly from, from cuiche but they also produce from different agaves. And so this brand specializes on mezcales from Aguatlán and different kinds of agaves. And so we want people to drink mezcales from Aguatlán, but not only quiches. Very good. That's back in Oaxaca. Then, of course, dinner again and uh, breakfast the next day. And then Teotitlan del Valle and... Oh, and now you have to help me. Tlacolula? Tlacolula, yeah. Yeah. You did good, man. <laughs> See? Yeah, pour me some more mezcal. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Go get some more. <laughs> yeah, Teotitlán del Valle. Del, del Valle. <laughs> Teotitlán del Valle is a village close to Matatlán. Matatlán is where they produce espadines. And in this village, um, they have the carpets, really known carpets ah. in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And they use mostly natural colors, no? So it's another thing that people should know when you go to Oaxaca. And La Colula, we want to go there because it's a market, a pre-Hispanic market. So it's, I don't know, 2,000 years old, this market. And so that's why when people, we want people to go there yeah. to see how a market, a pre-Hispanic market still looks like and to eat some food there because the food in, in that market is amazing. I can imagine. Oh. <laughs> But how, do you, how much weight do you expect people to gain during that trip? How much what? <laughs> How much weight do you expect people to get? I don't know, like <laughs> three kilos at least. No? <laughs> uh, one, one important question is how many people are already going or do you expect to go for? We want to, to make it just for 10 people. So 10 it's people. A really okay. small, it's small limited. Group. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. a limited number of okay, participants. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. So if you're hearing this, pay attention because it's, yeah, it's, it's limited, you know. If it's the not, places it's are not gone, like, they're gone. Exactly. Yeah. When the places are gone, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then also the cultural day, so uh, pre-Hispanic market, you said, and uh, then the Santa Domingo Museum in the afternoon. Where you're going to see the Oaxaca history, no? all mm -hmm. the history of Oaxaca until nowadays. And then dinner. And then dinner, really slow food. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorite restaurants in Oaxaca. They are friends of ours and we were there. They produce really smooth, uh, slow food. And Where? The, in, in, the name is La Biznaga. I haven't been. Okay, it's an okay. amazing place. No doubt. And the one of the owners is also the bassist of Los Exquisitos. It's a, an, an escabante in Mexico. No? Mm -hmm. And yeah, we want to go there. We want we want uh, to drink Cosaco Roja, which is a craft beer, a red beer. Really nice. One of my favorite in Mexico. No? Then we are getting on the next day, on the 7th, Again, traditional breakfast and then Proyecto Lam and Real Minero. So that's uh, Real Minero. We have uh, been talking about that uh, a bit with Axel. Uh, mm -hmm. who we, we have a bottle we we're going to try yeah. today from Real Minero. And Edgar was here. He was actually doing... Uh, in La Tentación, as a matter of fact. In La Tentación, yeah. He, he did a... In Spanish, unfortunately, but there was live translation. Uh, he talked about uh, this Project Olam and so this, um, how do you say it? Uh, it's an agave... Um, Preservation school. project. Preservation project, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Which nowadays is fundamental. Yeah. 
Like it, it, it has to be, it, it, that, that has to spread to every brand should be doing that. Not, not just, I mean, Real Miner is, I would say, one of the most respected brands in the industry, no? Yeah. But from every category of agave spirits, not only from, from Mezcal. So it's awesome that this brand is doing it. But I think every single brand should be trying preserve to preserve, it, yeah. trying to preserve the, because nowadays when you talk about like uh, wild agaves, it's complicated. First of all, not every time they tell you they're giving you wild agave, they're really giving you wild agave. Sometimes it's just to raise prices. Second, if they're giving you wild agave, it's irresponsible to consume it because mm -hmm. it's there's less and less and less to a point where there they will be gone. And now if I think it, it was also in La Tentación where I heard another talk and I don't remember it was, I think it was from Los Javis. This guy was explaining that nowadays when they say, instead of saying wild agaves, they say managed agaves. So he said it in Spanish. Oh, wow. So agaves de manejo or agaves de... They cultivate the agaves indoors And then they put them outside okay. so that they grow outside. But that's how it should be, you know, because if you want to go take a 18-year-old, 15-year-old, so for some tepestats, 22-year-old agave just from the wild, and because I like it wild, it's kind of irresponsible. Yeah. So you can still have those agaves and they taste delicious and they should still produce mezcales from those agaves. But the wise thing to do as an industry would be mm. To operate mm. the way Real Minero, and it's not the only brand doing it. Mm. Los Los Javis. Los Javis is doing it. Gracias a Dios is doing it. Exactly. Well, Alipus and Santos they are doing it mm. as well. In other industries, it's happening. In not industries, but in other territories from the Republic, it's also happening. But it's important that they do it. So, can you tell us a bit more about the Proyecto Lam? Do you do you know a bit more about it? Or why why should I care? Why should I care as a as a German consumer of, for example, or European consumer? Because like Diego said, it's a project that is um, they want to preserve agaves and they are showing you what an agave is, what where where it, how it is produced, not only the mezcal but the agave, like 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 the plant, how many years it takes to be mature, the difference between the agaves that you could find 20 years ago and the agaves that now you can find. Because, for example, when we were there, Edgar was telling us that some agaves are born now without thorns on the sides. And he thinks, and also the university thinks, that it's because of the climatic change. No? And so that's important to people to see how, how the agaves are changing because our, our way of producing mezcal, but not only that, but the, the way we are living in the world, no? mm. and so, how it affects us. Although we are in Europe or, or in, I don't know, Asia or wherever, no? it affects the whole world, so it's important. So you're saying that the same species of mezcal is kind of mutating and, and they, are, they are different now than they are? They are. Yeah, he shows an arroqueño that hasn't thorns anymore. The lateral thorns is just like a plain leaf and that's it. How, how big is it? This arroqueño really he showed you. It was really big. I and and, and does, when it drops hijuelos, do they have no thorns too? I don't know. It's the first time that, that, that they have there an, an arroqueño without thorns. But has it cloned itself or, no, or not yet? No, ah, not yet. That would no. be interesting to see. Like if it clones, if the clone, because the clone, normally it's at perfect same DNA, you know? So it's going to come without these things. And, and that's the fastest way of reproducing for agave. So this agave is going to... Taka, 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 
like a, like a spider web, you know, it's mm-hmm. that, that's how it happens. Mm. Back to the project. So is the government sponsoring, sponsoring no. this? No, 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 it's not sponsoring at all. Okay. They are working with the National University in Mexico, but they is not sponsored by the government. Mm. Too bad. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. So let's uh, keep something for the people to experience there at the Real Minero. But uh, I think that's going to be a... Just trying the spirits that they have there at the Palenque is probably... And also the way the, the way they cook in Santa Catarina. and the, I'm sorry, the way they distill in Santa Catarina is important. Mm-hmm. The, the, you're going to see some really incredible... The, the methods of the clay pot is... No, in general. Yeah, how a mezcaline clay pot is distilled, no? Because it's another way of distilling and it's a very rudimentary way. And I don't know, I really like the mezcales with, that uh, were distilled with clay pots and... People are going to see and to drink those mezcales because you are going to be in Real Minero. And that's that's alone worth. Not that every a, day you go to Real Minero uh, to drink the the their selection. That already. So for me personally, just seeing Real Minero is half of the trip already. So if I'm ever gonna go to Oaxaca, I wanna I wanna see Real Minero definitely. See, that would be super interesting. Well, super yeah. interesting. They they have been. They have been around as a family and doing their, their stuff and they make some killer mezcal. Killer. The same day. It's still the same day. Conchita. That's a traditional meal. Yeah, well, it's not a meal. It's a restaurant. It's, a, I don't know, a highway restaurant, but it's also a top restaurant. Mm-hmm. We discovered it last, last time we were at Real Minero. Edgar brought us there. I don't know. They have traditional Oaxacan food and it's really good. And then Mr. Santella's Unknown Mezcales. Mr. Santaella is a friend of the family. Uh-huh. He produces really good mezcales. We brought a bottle last time, and I don't know, the bottle lasted for two weeks or something like that. People oh. were crazy about this mezcal. <laughs> Even Axel told us, well, this is one of the best mezcales I ever had. No? <laughs> Unfortunately, he's a small producer and he's unknown yet, but we want that to change. no? So that's why we're bringing people to Don Santaella. Don Santaella. And so he would be willing to produce a bit more if he sold it or... yeah. Ah, okay, okay, okay. He it's an interesting story because he not only produced mezcal but also the distilleries, the, the alambics. He's the, the ah, okay. producer of the alambics okay, that okay, the mezcalerías okay. use in Oaxaca. Ah, okay. And he has a small palenque in Ocotlán. Man, that Real Minero. We just had a, a taste of a Real Minero. Yeah, this is a 2004 man. This 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 is like. I have it in my hand. As I'm <laughs> this is, this, it's not I pouring us more. <laughs> no, no. If you want more, you can have more. That's what mezcal is for, you know, it's to drink. But mm. this, for real. See, I really love this 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 liquid too. Wonderful expression. Yeah. Sorry, the instrument he produces for is for is the distillation instrument. So, so oh. the alambics. Yeah. In cl- in clay. I'm sorry. In mm-hmm. in copper. copper. Yeah. So he's a he's a not herrero, but what's the name of uh. somebody who works the. Herrero, but th- there is a term more. I don't know. No, okay, uh, but he works with with with, with, uh, with metal, only copper. Only copper. Okay, no? okay, okay. He only okay. produces alambic. Okay, okay, okay. In his and property. Mezcales. And mezcales in his property. In his property. Yeah. And he is the maestro destilador. Yeah, he's the maestro destilador, and he's been producing the alambic his family for almost a hundred years. No, that must be. That's another super experience too. Like to be there and, and, I mean, and see. That day, I mean, that's a full pack day because after Mr. Santaella, there is Mezcaloteca. Another, that's also another 
See? Another highlight of Another the trip. Highlight, yeah. Yeah. It's called Mescalosfera here, right? In, in Europe. When they export, they call themselves Mescalosfera. The, yeah. the Mescal so, brand is called Mescalosfera. Exactly. Yeah. So, but the, these two are linked Mescaloteca and Mescalosfera. Are, are the same. Are the same. same. Are the same. Yeah. Yeah. Only when they export. And aren't they the ones who started to actually like being very vocal about the producer and how it's distilled and to label and 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 give credit to uh, to, to, to every the, producer, yeah. the yeah. producer and say that this aga this this mezcal is produced in this type of distiller and it has been so many days uh, mm. fermenting and it if, if the if the yeast is natural or added yeast mm. or all those things yeah mezcaloteca mezcaloteca is uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, Fer, but mezcaloteca is the combination of words between mezcal and biblioteca, mm -hmm. bibliothec. Mm -hmm. So they, what they created was like a, an index mm -hmm. of how the how an to read and, and exactly, exactly a mezcal like, encyclopedia. Exactly, they, they are creating exactly. Also, a place I would, I definitely will go when. And I they have some mezcales that are not for sale. Mm -hmm. You must ask for those mezcales, and we know which mezcales to order. So. <laughs> <laughs> secret jewels I mean, <laughs> for sure they have some mezcales with with i don't know they, they produce only eight liters or something like that not mezcales puntas and some of them are i, I don't know to be mad <laughs> oh puntas a good puntas i love a good puntas uh Tlayudas is then uh, diego told us already about the Tlayudas. this large tortilla looks like a pizza a oaxacan pizza And if you go to Oaxaca, you must eat clayudas. Otherwise, you wasn't there. Okay. You weren't there. <laughs> See, you must, you must, you must, you must. It's delicious. So it's a good, it's a good excuse not to eat them. So you have to return. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's my weird. If you eat them, if you eat them, you will go back just to eat them again. <laughs> okay, the seventh is a really full day. Like, yeah, I think it's our busiest day because we have. Unfortunately, we don't have enough time to, to visit every place we want to visit. And so we pack a lot of on the 7th. But then on the 8th, it's a bit uh, more to the back to the senses. We do a cooking class with Rodolfo Castellanos. And uh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, Rodolfo is my cousin. And he is one of, uh, of the best chefs in Mexico, to be honest. No? Mm. Yeah. You're, you're totally unbiased, of course, right? Yeah. The idea is to, to, to show people how to cook with the ingredients you can find in Europe, Oaxacan food. And you are going to go to the central market in Oaxaca. You are going to visit the places where he buys his stuff for the restaurant. And you are going to have the, the cooking class and you are going to eat what you cook on the, on the same day. Wonderful. Awesome. Super Good. experience. Super too. experience. Yeah. yeah and with, experience. with a really famous chef. Amazing. And then there's also cocktails the same day, so cocktail class. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you want to, to understand how to mix mezcal with different ingredients. We have a person that has been doing it for, I don't know, 10 years or something like that, and so he, he can show you the secrets of how to mix with mezcal. Um, I'm more of the purist, but okay. <laughs> I'm also one. But people want to drink sometimes, yeah. I don't know, margaritas, for example. Yeah. We sell the margaritas really good, but you can also have different, different cocktails yeah. with mezcal. And there are some mezcales for that kinds for those kinds of drinks too of course yeah. you're not gonna use you're not gonna use a, a super mezcal for that but yeah. like Cache said in his chapter there's two million margaritas being sold every day man there are some mezcales for that you know mm -hmm. that you i mean you don't drink them alone but you yeah you can mix them of you course. can mix them yeah. so so like if not you would be needing some and some mezcales are thing to to be mixed. exactly 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 so exactly it's exactly. a valid thing as well okay yeah. so cooking cocktails Good and then uh, some rest. 
some rest and then uh, some the next day there is uh, an archaeology site Monte Alban Yeah. Um, that's the word archaeology site Monte Alban is, is, is super super beautiful it, it's one of the f if I think about it it's the only one I know or I can remember it's, it's a 360 view which is splendorous you know you're standing on top and because it's a hill you, can, you have a 360 view like the pyramid you're on the pyramids and, and you can see 360 the I, central valleys of water see 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 it's, it's incredible there yeah very very cool then Nieves is ice cream Yeah, okay. Oaxaca and ice cream. And then also barbecue on the same day. So. On the same day, yeah. We have this Pasillo de Humo, which is... Um, when you go to the market, you, you also go to the Pasillo de Humo and you can, I don't know, order for a kilo of tasajo, for example. No, Tasajo is a meat. A, 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 um, sí. uh, pork? Is it no, pork? no, no, not pork. The, the, the cow. But it's... Uh -huh. uh, how do you say it in English? Cow. So, steak. Steak. It's okay. steak. steak. Yeah, well, it's not a but steak. But it's not a it's steak. It's, See. It's, it's a special cut. It's a, yeah, it's it's a special cut. cut. Exactly. Uh, Very few grease. Very few grease and you barbecue it and it's amazing. You also have chorizos and everything is prepared at the same time. No? Mm -hmm. And you can order, I don't know, I want that tasajo, for example, no? and they prepare it at, with, in front of your eyes. Nice. Nice. So at Barbecue heaven. Mm. <laughs> See. No, and, and also the, the, the nieves are delicious, man. The nieves Be because are delicious. we jumped at just like ah, ice cream, but this, it's <laughs> de garrafa, no? Yeah. See, see, it's nieve de garrafa, which takes a while to make, and it's a lot of job. You have to it's be handmade. moving it, and it's handmade, and, and it's really, really good, man. It's the, we call it nieves because for those, normally with ice cream, you use uh, cream or mm -hmm. milk, you know? Mm -hmm. And with these ones, it's only water, of course, with ice, but... Mm -hmm. Track, 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 track. So the moving and, and, and the creating of the texture mm -hmm. to make it like, like a nieve, like an ice cream. It takes a while, the flavors, it's, everything is natural. I mean, that's a, for me, a good nieve is delicious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's Aguas de Gacilda? Fresh Aguas. Uh -huh. Oh, Aguas Fresca, sorry. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So um, this is a place that has been in Oaxaca for more than 100 years. Uh -huh. And when you go there, you can order, uh, I don't know, a watermelon juice or a mm -hmm. pineapple juice, whatever. And it's fresh and it's a visit you must go in Oaxaca. Mm. So it, it, it's a bit of detoxing after, after all the mezcal. After all the mezcal, yeah. <laughs> You'll need it. <laughs> okay, and then almost we're already at the last day on the 10th. It's Los Danzantes is on the on the menu so which is also a we're closing with los Santos. yeah we're going to the distillery we're going to taste some mezcales and to eat there to the restaurant in no the, no to the in the distillery we're going to eat ah, okay the even cooler okay the we're restaurant going. is also very cool i like it the restaurant the restaurant los is also in very the andador cool. yeah. Yeah. okay very cool. and that's basically the program in in general we skipped a couple of smaller steps the uh, breakfast and stuff like that so if i sign up for this Basically, I need to take care that I arrive on the right time and I leave at the right time, and basically all the rest. And is that's it. The, the the rest is included. Mm. Yeah. And uh, do you have a? Do you know what what uh, the price already? Or we don't know yet, but it's going to be around one thousand five hundred euros, all included. All included, but plus the flight. Uh, plus the flight. Yeah. Plus the flight. Okay. The flight is not included. Mm. Okay, uh, for anybody who is uh, interested in this kind of experience, and I, I think this is an amazing experience, I'm, I'm really tempted to go myself, but I, I have 
I have some work duties during that time, so unfortunately, but it sounds really amazing. And I, I think uh, with you, somebody who hails from Oaxaca and is very well exactly. connected. Somebody some, some, with some local, you know, yeah. That's, it's, it's always different when you travel with somebody local than that, that anybody can relate mm. to this, you know. Mm. Mm. Are you going to do this with your partner as well, with Fernanda? Or? Yeah, we're going to do it together, mm. okay. together and with some friends in Oaxaca. Okay, okay. Yeah, very good. Thanks for giving us that kind of virtual tour for now. I hope uh, you will send us some pictures. So uh, we would like will, to put, yeah. put them as a follow-up on our blog, maybe. That would be nice. Yeah. If you are interested in uh, signing up for this trip, how can they reach you, Fernando? Um, they should send an email to fernando at uh, tentacionmezcalotec.de. Okay, so I will, we will put the link, uh, the email in, in the show notes so people know how, to, how they can contact yeah. you and thanks for walking us through and uh no, thank you for inviting me <laughs> and best of luck for for this experience i think this thank you so much really interesting you can also reach out to us find us elixir of the gods podcast is our website elixir podcast is uh, where you can find us on instagram and twitter or you look for elixir of the gods on facebook uh, reach out to us uh, we got some really nice messages uh, the other day uh people who find some joy in sharing these uh, our, our experiences with us um reach out yeah we're looking forward to hear you on the next episode yes thank you. fernando thank you very much for this uh it's very interesting the, the 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 project you have there it's super interesting the project in la tentacion we've talked about it before but thank you for coming today and, thank you for and hopefully me, uh we will invite you again man <laughs> <laughs> anytime you want thank you thank you bye